catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here on Radio Taiwan International. Up next I have for you is hashtag Taiwan and status update. But don't front, you know what's coming up next. It's here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, June 21st. If you're joining us via our Facebook stream, if you're joining us via uh, shortwave radio, today is Tuesday, June 22nd. I'm Leslie Liao and joining me in the studio today is Mr. Stash Butler. Hello. Happy Monday, Stash. Happy Monday to you, Leslie. All right. Um, in Here in Taiwan, we're going to be talking about the news that we don't really write about, but it's fun to read or interesting to know. Uh, first, we're going to be giving you an update on the COVID-19 case numbers. Some optimistic news that way. Some optimistic news. We'll get into it just a little bit. Uh, and then I have three stories here from Stash. One is Grim Reading, Translators Publish Bilingual Fairy Tales. Let's see if you can figure out what he means by that. There's always a little bit of a pun with Stash. I love a pun. So he always throws you a little hint <laughs> in what he's uh, about to talk about in his title. Kaohsiung Woman Takes the Red Pill, Finds Out She Is Not Actually Dating Keanu Reeves. I think that's a harsh reality that a lot of us have to wake up and it's deal with every day. It's not a reality you want to wake up to, no. Right? It's not <laughs> something you want to really re uh, wake up to. No. Next is a Scallion Scallywag, Ping Dong Woman Fined for Onion Theft. I, I gotta tell you, I'm an onion lover, you know. If, yeah. if you hear about me stealing some onions, don't be surprised <laughs> because I love onions. And I have a little funny story for you about vaccinations. All that and more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. Don't go away. All right, Stash, I'm going to just talk about um, the COVID-19 situation right now. Actually, today was optimistic. I don't want to say it was good because any amount of COVID-19 is is not good. But uh, it's optimistic in that it's the first time we've seen double digits in probably over a month. Double digit confirmed COVID-19 As opposed cases. to triple digits. As opposed to triple digits. Yeah. And at the peak of this outbreak, we were seeing 500 people... Uh, every day getting infected with COVID-19. Today, the health ministry announced 75, which yeah. has people going, wow. But you made a good point, which was Mondays usually see a dip in numbers. Yeah. Um, usually, they're, that's, they're the lowest numbers of the week. And yeah. is there a reason for that? Uh, I think it's normally to do with um, there not being much testing on Sunday, basically. Oh. So it's, the, it's how much testing has been done the day before. Okay. So, I mean, if you look, I mean, I have in front of me a graph. I can send you this very good uh, sort of infographic sort of site done by Commonwealth you, Magazine. You, just, you have a bunch of the info. I, I, love, I love my information. You always have just like the Excel <laughs> <laughs> or a graph or a uh, living document. Yeah, so this is from our friends at the Commonwealth magazine. Uh, okay. They have a, a nice kind of a full kind of breakdown with a nice graph. And you can see very clearly that the kind of bars go up and down. Yeah. And they all, they're always lower at the kind of weekend and on Mondays. And then they kind of rise up in the middle of the week. Mm. But so you, we have this kind of wave kind of, but it is gradually coming down. So yeah. despite it going up during the week and then down sort of the weekend, that whole pattern is trending downwards which is that's which good is great. news yeah. and um this was coming off of we still had triple digits yesterday it was like 108 and the day before that it was still like 175 
And but what really concerns me is that once when we get like a drastic drop like this, I'm afraid people are just going to start getting sloppy with their prevention. They're still good. People are the crowds are going to get bigger. You saw a story on how um, more people were seen on trains. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not kind of a meteoric kind of rise, but it's like it's gone up by 10 percent or something. It uh, makes me a little nervous. I mean, it is, it is kind of, I guess, it you know. It kind of becomes a sort of self-correcting thing where like you know we the numbers go down and then as the numbers go down people go out more so the numbers go down less yeah, and, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then now it comes back up yeah, and then yeah, it goes yeah, back yeah, down yeah. i mean i think we had that we had a, like a little bit of a second peak there yeah uh during this most recent I mean, what, outbreak what, what i'm looking for is to see if there's going to be any peak uh so you know i mean so a week ago in taiwan we had this thing called the dragon boat festival yeah. which is kind of a holiday um and that and and you know officials stress that we shouldn't be going outside we shouldn't be visiting family which is what people normally do yeah. at, at that kind of holiday uh and i think most people did stick to that like mm-hmm. we saw that train bookings everything was down um but it remains to be seen uh you know whether or not we get a little bump yeah. in terms of cases from that and then that will probably appear in the coming week yeah. i mean because normally it takes about one to two weeks for changes in sort of policy to be reflected in in uh in kind of covid case numbers and so on so so i think if we don't get like a bump in the next week or so a week and a half then i'll be i'll be pretty we'll optimistic be okay. like yeah, they're um the level three COVID alert which means uh right now taiwan bans gatherings of outdoor gatherings of more than 10 people mm. and indoor gatherings of more than five people mm. and even less if you're talking about like you know having a gathering in your house just to play some cards yeah like that is totally off the table yeah um but that is set that that is set to expire on the 28th of june yeah so we're a week out and i i mean i would be surprised if they don't extend that a bit longer i would be surprised they're talking about easing it back in some manner not quite lowering it to level two but they're they're calling it level 2.5 it remains to be seen what level 2.5 entails but they're saying like places where you don't need to open your mouth yeah like uh museums movie theaters you won't be able to go uh purchase popcorn though so like sad What's the point? You know, what's the <laughs> point? Um, but other than that, you know, we might be seeing an ease in lockdown. And one of the reasons also is that slowly we are getting our high-risk and frontline medical workers vaccinated. Mm. Now, get this. In the past, like, two weeks, there has been a lot of talk about vaccinations because the government has a very strict and clear priority list of who is allowed to get vaccinated at what time, right? So right now it's priority groups one through seven, which is, I think seven means you have like frontline medical workers. Then you have uh, social workers, like police officers mm. who have to go find and track down like COVID-19 cases, yeah. uh, firefighters and things like that. And then all the way down to people who are over 75 years mm. old. Um, and then there was also a bit of a scandal recently with people um, who are who weren't supposed to get vaccinated getting vaccinated, i.e. the rich, you know, the wealthy, mm. the influential. Now, this happened. Um, now, so, so people have been really on the lookout for kind of these kind of yeah. these these people, yeah. right? So one vac. So let me preface this with: <laughs> there's a very popular singer in Taiwan. Her name is Zhang Hui Mei. She, mm. She's also known as Ame. Ame. She's an indigenous mm. singer. And I think she's part of the Puyuma tribe, I believe. Um, and I believe Andrew has interacted with her, you know, because he's 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 been he's everywhere. Pretty much man. indigenous himself. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there was a vaccination station in Taoyuan, in northern Taiwan, and the people were lining up there waiting to get for vaccinations, right? And then all of a sudden, they hear the loudspeaker go on, and the police were just like, the police used the loudspeaker. They're just like, um, Zhang Hui Mei, your family is looking for you. Zhang Hui Mei has finished vaccinations. <laughs> 
all the heads turned and they were just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ame is here. Yeah. Like, why is she getting vaccinated? She's not 75 and over. Yeah. And just then like... they turned their heads and they found a 77-year-old lady who just happened to be named Zhang <laughs> That's amazing. It's like Beyonce, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly. It's like, it's like uh, Lady Gaga, your family's looking for you. Lady Gaga has uh, finished oh, no, the vaccination. This is just a different woman called Lady Gaga. Yeah, it just so happens to be another Lady Gaga worth the odds, right? <laughs> Um, so that is that was kind of like a little funny thing that happened over the weekend, yeah. and uh, even the police were just like, uh, they, 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 there's video of it, and the, yeah. they were just like, um, is this? She's like, this is your name. They're like, yeah, that's yeah, the name. And, and you just see everyone pause and turn their head and be like, <laughs> where is she? Like, first of all, what is she doing in Taiwan getting vaccinated? Second of all, she can't get vaccinated. Oh man! So that's a little bit of a funny story, and that's my one contribution to um here in Taiwan today. Coming up next, Stasha stories. All right, Stash, let me see which one uh, tickles my fancy the most. Let's talk about the Kaohsiung woman who took the red pill and found out she is not actually dating Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like a... It's funny, but it's also kind of sad. Um, So basically, there was a Kaohsiung woman who was uh, implicated in this uh, fraud case. Uh um, Because basically, I think there was lots of money kind of moving out of her account. they opened an investigation into the police uh, after a bank account was linked to an online catfishing scheme. And so catfishing is like, um, it's a it's a phrase that it basically means pretending to be someone else on the internet. Yeah, that you're not. Yeah, for, for, for money or for love or for, for whatever, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, so sadly, I think she she lost a fair amount of money. Um, so she'd initially told the police. I mean, so luckily, I mean, for her, you know, they didn't press charges because they thought she'd actually done it innocently. Yeah, yeah. They told she told the police initially that her boyfriend had used her account for business, uh, and then but refused to identify who that was to protect his privacy. Then she eventually kind of admitted that she thought she was dating Keanu Reeves online, um, and Keanu, this online oh. Keanu, had been like. Um, so he, she knew him by the handle K three four O four four. Uh, when they started an online relationship and she realized the user was the hollywood star after he sent her a selfie um yeah i don't i don't know what self what the selfie there's no picture here i would send it to you otherwise she uh this this user then told jang this woman with the surname jang that they were raising funds in bitcoin for a movie and needed to oh, use her no. account. <laughs> oh, the no. John Wick and Matrix franchise <laughs> needed Bitcoin. Oh god, oh. we just we just need oh, you know what? We need a Bitcoin account. We're just going to we just need we, it. We just, yeah. Uh and uh they uh and the investigators sort of found messages on her kind of devices and stuff uh that this person posing as Keanu Reeves was typing in simplified ca- Chinese characters. Of course, yeah. because yeah. <laughs> but he told uh that this was because uh, they were using Google Translate to communicate. I mean, you can change Google Translate to simpl- like to traditional characters. Like that is a th- that's function on Google. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is. I mean, that you'd think there were enough signals here to be like something's something's up. Love will meet. What? What? There was um. There's a, a song lyric that says, love will take you hostage, want to do it again. So it's like, <laughs> love will make you want to do crazy things love and make, will make you, you do it, it twice, right? Bitcoin to, to random men posing as Keanu Reeves. I'm interested as to why Keanu Reeves. I mean, he's, he's, he's been doing, he's been, he's been hot. He's been hot stuff. In yeah. The presses. Like he's. Um, he's he's making a comeback with the John Wick series and right. Matrix is also yeah. There's another Matrix, isn't there? 
have you ever seen like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Oh, I think I've seen like Bill and Ted in something. But there, not, yeah. there, there's a that's a great franchise, <laughs> and they recently revived it for uh, for a third one. Right. So they did one and two, mm. and then. Like twenty years later, they filmed number three, oh, and I wow. loved it because I loved that movie series. <laughs> but yeah, he's Keanu Reeves is on the up and up, and I guess that's why. Probably he's a, he's hot stuff. He is. Um, he's a hot commodity yeah, right now. Yeah. So her chat history. So they didn't. They, these police basically ended up not pressing, or he's not pursuing. Uh, if you're the police charges. officer in charge, you're just like, oh, I have to break this terrible <sighs> yeah. news to you, and if I have to. Put an arrest on top of that. That's just not. It's not going to make anybody feel good. This is too harsh. Yeah. Oh well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be careful about the um, about who you talk to online. I thought we just uh read a few comments. Yeah, go for it. Here, where are we? Who do we have? So we we we, we've got Joshua Buendia. We said hi to him. Gendalari says caught you all on time today. Uh, We're actually an hour late, Jen. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, glad that you're you're still up and uh and watching. Uh, who else do we have? Yeah, Jen Delari says um, we run into the same low numbers on Monday thing, except it's the weekends. Always figured that, that because some testing set station, stations were closed on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that's basically it. Uh, Siddhartha Bhattacharjee is also saying uh, hello and uh, hoping that we're fine and safe. Hey, Siddhartha. I think we are. Um, we're doing good. We have Setio Budiono sent us a big thumbs up. Um, thumbs up to you, <laughs> Setio. Uh, Prince Afsal Shaheen says, I think it's wow. In uh, in I think that's Urdu uh, or you something. Re- you read Urdu? Well, no, I read Arabic script, oh. so I'm guessing, and that looks like Arabic, so uh, it's I'm guessing it's Urdu. Uh, Dash, <laughs> you are a man of too many talents. <laughs> Anybody ever tell that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, then Jendalari just commenting on that story says one of the things I remember reading about years ago is that while we can say you should have known better than to believe these scams, scammers kind of dumb things down because smarter people will see through the scam too easily. No. Yeah. What do you know, right? The red pill, who knew? Yeah, I mean, sad. who knew? Who would have thought that Keanu Reeves would have used Google Translate to <laughs> translate himself into simplified Chinese? All right, Stash, since I chose the last one, which one do you want to talk about? The bilingual fairy tales or the scallion scallywag? I'm going to go with scallion scallywag. All right, we're talking about onions. I love it. We love onions. These are, yeah, uh, scallions? What are scallions? They're just a kind of uh, like spring onion type thing. Yeah, they're like a green onion. They're they're a really thick green onion, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because I had some, was it yesterday? Yeah, and they're, you know, they're really quite do you have you know what leeks are right yeah they're, leeks. They're, yeah. leeks are gigantic though yeah i mean they're, they're not quite as big as leeks but they yeah. can they can kind of get near there at least like when i'm in, in the you know back in the uk buying spring onions they'll be yeah, quite yeah. quite thin yeah, yeah they can get quite big here anyway um but yeah used in lots of foods very tasty um oh like food is not complete without it no. Certain, like desserts like I'm not talking about desserts. I'm talking about like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You love your desserts. Uh, I do. There was a woman uh, basically in Pingdong County with a son named Zhu who was fined 1,000 NT, which really is not a lot of money. That's like $30, man. That's yeah. like a slap on the wrist. You kind of think like, did this really have to go to court if if if, if the over fine... a matter of a thousand? Yeah, like I know. the the legal resources <sighs> being used I know. up. I mean, I'll get on to that. But they, there were some complaints about that. But uh, this is in Pingdong, in in some southern Taiwan, mm-hmm. because she was caught stealing scallions grown by her neighbor. Yeah, so uh, it was a minor crime, admittedly, but the victim was very upset uh, and said she'd often experienced theft and could not forgive. Uh, Turns out, yeah, so they were neighbors. They lived opposite each other, uh-huh. apparently. 
Um, so the uh, this were uh, the woman whose scallions they were, surnamed Ian, uh, called the police uh, when she'd found that they were stolen. They checked. <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, I can't believe that, you know, before we go on to how they caught her, I can't believe the police were like, oh, this is a serious matter that requires, like, careful yeah. consideration. Yeah, I mean, I read, an, I read in a uh, an article recently, like, in the States, someone had their car broken into, and the police literally said we can't do anything about it because there's just so many carjackings. Yeah, and, in, and, in here, and here the Taiwan police are being like, oh, no. They're <laughs> just rummaging through the clay pots, just, like, looking for clues. So, have you now? ever done anything like that? I mean, uh, back in London, I, there was, there's a house near me that had this huge like rosemary bush uh-huh. like enormous and my house yeah we didn't really have you know rosemary is quite a nice spice to have it's in a things great spice. yeah it's a great so spice. my dad would occasionally like just sort of cycle past <laughs> just snip, snip. <laughs> yeah, just snip. did they wait, were they growing them or did that thing just like i mean grow out i naturally? don't know i mean i think you know i forget if rosemary is sort of hard or easy to grow but it was a huge i mean it wasn't like you know he was taking maybe like a, a percent uh, of just like of a sprig yeah, yeah yeah i mean this is the bush so uh <laughs> your, da- your dad just, just yeah, driving just going by a bike. Like, uh, doing you a favor yeah um but but no so I, I i mean i don't know i mean i don't know how much of these scallions this woman stole but uh the, basically the police checked footage from a surveillance camera apparently mm-hmm. uh, and found someone had parked a motorcycle in front of uh Ian's home this woman named Ian, and left after pulling up a plant and they they traced her the 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 vehicle's license plate. This is a very thorough investigation, <laughs> I must say. I mean, clearly, Pingdong is a you know sleepy place. <laughs> the police really don't have much better to do, apparently. Uh, and yeah, and the but the fine can be communi- commuted to community service. Um, but I mean, you think you just pay the one thousand NT? I mean, well, yeah, that's about thirty dollars. Uh, American twenty five quid. Something yeah, something like that. Twenty four. Yeah, quid. yeah, twenty five maybe. It's it's not a lot, and you really think, well, why did this go to court? Some legal experts say the prosecutor shouldn't have brought charges. I mean, I would probably agree there. I mean, it's like it's it's a real toss up whenever you press charges, right? Yeah. Like it it really de- depends on whether the person the victim wants to press charges. Yeah. And then the prosecutors have to reevaluate the case again to be like, well, is this worth? Dev- I'm 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 surprised that that prosecutors are just like, yeah, let's do this. I mean. I guess Ping Dong. I mean, Ping Dong is actually, you know what? I might explain this. It's just that Ping Dong is a very tourist-driven town. Mm. Not a lot of tourism right now. Yeah. So I can imagine how it's, it's just probably, kind of like yeah. a slow season for yeah, them right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And authorities are just like, ah, missing the case of the missing green onions. <laughs> oh, let's, God. Let's turn this into a thing. Well, um, that's your daily dose of light crime, I want to say. <laughs> you got to uh, have some. Colin DeFee says, let's hope the British police aren't listening. Yes, all those missing uh, sprigs of rosemary from, <laughs> <Yeah>. your, uh, <laughs> from your neighbor out there. All right, Stash, let's close out. Let's give this here in Taiwan a fairy tale ending. Oh, if you nice. Would. Hey, if you're the one with the puns, I got to follow up. <laughs> Uh, so talk talk to me. You're saying translator are translators are publishing uh, bilingual fairy tales. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, uh, we all know, you know, when we think fairy tales, you think kind of Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, all of that, mm. and they're all kind of a lot of those can be traced back to uh, the kind of the the grim fairy tales. Two yeah. two M's. Um, these kind of two German brothers who compiled all these folk tales from sort of Germany, or at least what was then what is now Germany in that kind of area. Um, 
And so that's where we get all our classic fairy tales. And it's just been t- uh, translated into what we might call Taiwanese Hokkien. I mean, a language that has many names. And mm. um, But we'll go with Taiwanese Hokkien. Um, it's the kind of... It was, I suppose, it's the language. How would you describe Taiwanese Hokkien? It's the very local language. Um, yeah. It's what my grandparents grew up uh, speaking, and my mo- my mother grew up speaking Hokkien too. Like mm. that was her first language. And the only reason we really speak Mandarin Chinese in Taiwan is because it's government mandated. Yeah. Um, and that came over with the Chinese Nationalist yeah. Party when they came over. So if yeah, if you're here, if you were in Tai, if you're in Taiwan, maybe 150 years ago yeah. or so. Yeah. then everyone or most people would be speaking Hokkien, basically, or Taiwanese Hokkien. Yeah. Um, and, but that, that language just means slowly, I mean, as you say, it's a lot of older speakers, younger people not necessarily speaking it so much. There's a kind of histor- history of suppression by the government. Uh, so, uh, you know, but pe- there are still people out there trying to promote it. And mm. uh, that involves with lots of things, among other things, translating of things into the language. And so... Yeah. Uh, National uh, Chungong University uh, linguists have released a bilingual version of Grimm's fairy tales in German and Taiwanese. Wow. So you can now read all of those classic tales in Taiwanese. I wonder who would that appeal to, like German and Taiwanese. You know what? I bet you Ava from our Taiwanese service, she would. Probably, yeah. she could probably... Because she's a German speaker. She's, well. she's, she's the one that sits right outside our office. Oh, right, she's right, right, the German yeah, yeah. service. She's been here long enough. I believe that she probably knows a good chunk of Hokkien. How's your Hokkien? Uh, it's conversational. Yeah. Um, Because my grandmother on my mother's yeah, side, yeah, yeah, she... Yeah. she uh, Chinese is her third language. Yeah. So her first language is Hokkien. Yeah. Her second language is Japanese. Yeah. The third language is Chinese. So like <laughs> I always felt bad that she had to accommodate me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because I would learn I would speak Mandarin Chinese and I thought I was doing great because that's what my parents always wanted, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she would always just toward the end, she was like in the beginning she would make an effort to speak to me in Mandarin. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like toward the end she was just like I'm just going to talk to you and you just like you got to figure out yourself. <laughs> I got I'm going to talk to you That's in Hokkien. That's great. Though. Yeah. I mean I mean I have the same thing with my 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 grand my grandmother, my po- my Polish side is oh, doesn't speak any English, so it's you know it's been good for I my mean, Polish. I mean your, your, your Polish has got to be good like it's, it's okay. I mean it was really it was it was non-existent until very recently I'm, and I kind of relearned it. But. You taught me how to say some things in Polish <laughs> that I wish I knew earlier. Oh, Polish oh, names. I should have given you like a kind of cheat sheet. Leslie Leslie was when he was doing the coverage of the um Matsu. the Dajia, Matsu pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. There was, I don't know if I want to admit this on radio, <laughs> but one of the officials there they had a very Polish name, yeah. and being the American that I was, I used my American English to really sound <laughs> it out. And I came back to Stash, and I was just like, so Stash, <laughs> I s- pronounced the Polish name this way. And then you said, oh, you mean this name? I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. You, yeah. It well, was it, in front of a huge crowd. It's fine. And you know what? I think, like, I think uh, most Polish people who, like, live and work abroad are used to so many absolutely Zs, butchering their so names. many k's and yeah. w's and places i'm not used I mean, to seeing i have it. a friend i have a polish i think i told you i have a polish friend here in taiwan who i actually have heard introduce himself with the pronunciation of his name that i know isn't correct oh so because he because he knows he's accommodating people, yeah he, he knows okay. people won't be able to pronounce his name so he's just given it like a i really a hope he's related to the person i introduced because <laughs> that'll just show an open-mindedness yeah. that 
I hope they have. Yeah, I hope so too. Anyway, we are going to uh, close out today's show with a bit of, uh, I, gu- I guess, incompetence on my end. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed this edition of Here in Taiwan. Listen to me and Stash talk about, you know, vaccinations, the pandemic, people dating Keanu Reeves and finding yeah. out they're not dating Keanu Reeves. Anyway, uh, that's about it. Like I said, we have for you coming up next is hashtag Taiwan and status update. For here in Taiwan, I'm Leslie Liao. And I'm Stash Butler. We'll talk to you again soon. Welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. Every week in this show, we take a look at what's trending online in Taiwan, whether it's a funny piece of news or something that's just going around in the internet that people are talking about. This week, we're going to be talking about something that's COVID-related. Yes, once again, I'm going to be talking about the outbreak. However, this week, I'm going to bring you a heartwarming story about an influential person using their influence to help frontline medical workers fight the pandemic. In Taiwan, we're very aware of how hard hit doctors and nurses are just trying to keep everybody safe. Now, this celebrity in question actually made a humongous donation, and it's not just a monetary donation. She's donating her time, her effort to make sure that frontline medical workers are taken care of. You'll see what I mean in just a moment. This is Jia Yongjie. Actress, model, show host, triathlete, and mother of three. If you're thinking, wow, it sounds like she can do it all, then you'd be correct. Taiwan's internet has recently given her another title, Queen of Prevention. Jia first ticked on my radar earlier this week when news surfaced that she assembled prominent public figures for a charity drive to donate 342 high-flow nasal cannulas, otherwise known as HFNCs, to hospitals all around Taipei and New Taipei City. What's an HFNC? Well, it turns out that they're actually a pretty big deal. They're high-end ventilators that are vital for fighting serious cases of COVID-19. Most notably, the machines allow COVID-19 patients with serious cases to eat, and they lower the risk of disease transmission to medical staff. Jia said she received a message from a friend saying medical staff desperately need HFNCs. The message says that public hospitals have trouble getting their hands on the machines because of complicated bidding processes. So Jia reached out to distributors in Taiwan and organized a drive to raise money to purchase the machines. Each one of the machines cost around 9,000 US dollars, which puts the value of Jia's donation at around 3 million US dollars. That's a lot of cheddar, but that's not where this story ends. It wasn't until that I read up on this story further that I realized just how deep this thing goes. The HFNCs are just a small part of a massive campaign to donate goods to medical workers. Jia Yongjie has been at it since June 1st. And by at it, I mean she's been coordinating donations to hospitals. The donations come in the form of equipment or food, and they're often sponsored by other public figures or businesses in Taiwan. For example, this is what her organization did on June 14th, which was Dragon Boat Festival, a national holiday. 
That day, her organization donated 70 of the 342 promised HFNCs to hospitals all around Taipei. At 4 p.m., they delivered snacks to Taipei Renai Hospital. At 11 p.m., they donated snacks to Taiwan Adventist Hospital. At 11.30 p.m., they donated more snacks to Cathay General Hospital. Then, at 12 a.m., they donated even more snacks to McKay Memorial Hospital. Jia said that medical workers don't get a break for Dragon Boat Festival, so there's no reason why she should get one either. She goes into detail about the 4 p.m. delivery at Renai Hospital. Actress Alice Ko helped deliver goods. She donated 250 pastries, while actress Vivian Xu sponsored 100 boxed meals. And a few restaurants also donated coffee and even more food. And that's just contributions to one hospital on one day. Personally, I am overwhelmed by Jia's generosity. She publishes updates about her donations on Facebook, showing which businesses and public figures donated their time and money. Jia isn't the only one making a difference. Taiwanese model Ling Ziling donated six mobile COVID-19 testing booths, while the band Mayday donated 66 oxygenators to help fight the disease. For the first time ever, the words star power have given me pause. Just knowing that entertainers and public figures are out there using their money and influence for such a great cause and on such a massive scale makes me me think about what I can do for frontline medical workers. And I know that if it's making me feel this way, then I'm not the only one. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that story amazing. And just to let you know, Jia Yongjie is still at it. She's still making frequent deliveries to hospitals and finding out what equipment medical workers need in order to help them fight the virus. Anyway, that's all we have for this week. Until next week, stay safe, stay happy, and stay healthy. Oh, and don't forget to go check us out on Facebook or on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is RTI English, while our two Facebook pages are either Radio Taiwan International or Taiwan Insider. Anyway, we'll talk to you again soon. This is Status Update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm Don Van Trieste. Yes, we're going to be getting to your letters in a bit. Um, just letters you write us and let us know what programs you listen to. It's always great to you know, get your letters and read them on air. But uh, before we do that, we're going to update our personal status here a little bit while we're under a semi-lockdown. It's, yeah, uh, it's continuing. It's not, it's supposed to, to, well, it's possible that they could lift the current COVID restrictions on June 28th, is it? Yes, but that's not, for now. That's not certain yet. Not it, certain. It could extend it too, so. I know, but actually RTI is, um, um, how should we put it? Well, regardless of what the government's saying, we're extending this kind of work by shifts, you know? Yeah, not really work from home, but keeping really. people it's separated. Like semi, yeah, it's hybrid. It's either you work from yeah. home or you, you know. Uh, that's going to continue to the end of July. I know. Well, I'm 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 all right with that. It's fine. Um, you know, I think I think we've been doing this for a year now. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You know, when the when the when the pandemic just started, so it's no big deal. I kind of like it this way. It's fine. Um, so I just basically I just come in three times uh, a week. Me too. But we're yeah. Just, well, other than that, I'm stuck at home, which is not right. Great. 
So I was stuck at home. I tried to find things to entertain myself, you know, mm. to make make it fun. First of all, I, um, you know, both of my daughters are not home. One is living in Shanghai, and the other one got married. So we've got a couple of empty rooms、uh, in the house, and I decided to change one of them into kind of like my study room. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you know, I kind of clean away the desk a little by little, <laughs> does decluttering. Like, does it have like a leather chair and a fireplace no, and fancy、like、bookshelves? It's, it's not a big room, <laughs> but、um, at least、uh, I feel really at home,、uh, comfy at the desk. Mm-hmm. Because I pretty much, you know, got rid of all my daughter's stuff and just it's all my books, and then my magazines.、Um, what else do I do in there? Oh, I, I sing some songs. I got my songbook in there,、mm-hmm. and um, 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 I, I, I actually have a coloring book and an adult coloring、yeah. book there, which I haven't done in a while. But I finished two, which is、uh, kind of surprising for me. But、um, other than that, now my son is like he he stays in his room. You know, he he. Does these games online and going online with all these friends, you、mm-hmm. know, and、um, and then they have little meetings and whatnot, you know. And I think tonight they're having like a junk food night, <laughs> so they each are going to get whatever their junk food is, beer maybe, and, and have it and separately. <laughs> have it separately, and then apparently the, one of them is going to plan a game. I don't know what kind of game, but they're just going to have a rowdy time.、Mm. And I said, well, you're going to be loud because. You know, it's my husband's birthday today, and、oh. we're actually planning to go online with our daughters, the one in Shanghai right, and everything.、Right. So he better keep it down, otherwise <laughs> we can't really have a good t- chat with the daughters.、Mm. And but anyway,、um, you know, things like that. While my husband got some new electronics, you、Ooh. know, and so he's turned his room into like he's pretty much staying in his room a lot of times now. He's got a bigger screen, a computer screen for himself, so he can watch movies and whatnot, everything there. But we do come together in the living room, like about nine or ten p.m., and we actually following up on Friends, this、uh, American TV like series. The nineties. <laughs> yeah, and、um, I remember that being on TV when I was a kid. I didn't. Un- I was too young to understand it at the time. I、yeah. don't know. Maybe now, if I watched it, I would get it. I have some friends who were really into Friends. Into it, right? I've got some Taiwanese <coughs> friends who are really into it. And the other thing we're watching also, I think it's a Netflix、um, TV series. It's called. How to get away with murder? We're expanding our horizon <laughs>、uh, more than just Taiwanese, you know, TV series and things like that. So, I mean, really, Netflix is taking advantage of this t- right time right now. There's like all kinds of movies. I, I mean, mean, there are Ta- movies. There's Taiwanese content. There's 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 like Spanish. There's French. There's I don't know if there's German, but、um, you know, there's all these. Oh, there is. I've seen. A, I watched a series、yeah. that was in German. It's and and there's a lot of Thai movies.、Mm. You know, a lot of them are like horror,、yeah. ghost movies, and then Chinese or Taiwanese and Japanese, even Korean. Oh, of course, Korean. There's so much you can choose,、yeah. which I think is great. I mean, I I I'm not complaining. Staying home. I、so、mean,、much. that's a great time to. <laughs> I mean, like ten years ago, twenty years ago, would have been miserable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> If this had, had this pandemic so had happened, so it's good timing in a way. Yeah, and you know, in a way, I'm so thankful for. Well, we can, well, we can work from home because that wouldn't have been possible before no, either. Oh, right. So I'm thankful for technology. Yeah. Thanks to that, otherwise, really, people are just going to go crazy.、Mm. I even know our friends in the states, you know, who never had any mental issues, but、yeah. now she's suffering some kind of、mm. mental health, all because of the pandemic. Yeah. And that's sad. I mean, that times. A hundred, maybe a hundred、mm. folds over. Right. So I'm, I'm just let's just be thankful for technology. Otherwise,、yeah. we can still stay in touch with each other, even though we can't touch each other. You、yeah. know, give each other a hug and things like that. So yeah, we've been enjoying that in Taiwan too, with Netflix and all these American movies and whatnot. And 
and then like you know i'm i'm doing zumba and watching youtube mm -hmm. that actually i believe she is from the states hmm. and i like her a lot you know she's she's a great zumba teacher her name is kendall yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so we're thankful you know because you know everybody's just crossing borders you know we, we, we're we're international here too we're still well you can be that way to... without having to leave your home right so i'm not complaining i i'm 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 an okay person staying home type yeah you know. that's that's kind of the norm for me too but so not it's okay. <laughs> but that doesn't go for everyone you know yeah. so yeah so there are people who are doing crazy things out there like not caring about wearing we're not wearing a mask and they say go ahead and find me you know yeah get me a ticket or something i mean people are doing that there are some kind of strange people out there on the news that you yeah, see every day even like people who just can't like older people who are probably having regular chess games mm. and stuff they're just going out there and doing not whatever. wearing a mask and doing whatever and say go ahead find me you know <laughs> i mean in a way i can understand but in an in another way like mm. how, how do you keep them stay put at home find them more maybe <laughs> the, obviously it's not a deterrent no no so anyway yeah well i hope that you guys are all doing fine finding ways to you know keep yourself happy at home i mean really we should just um be safe so that we can all be healthy and also help each other be healthy too yeah, yeah so all right well, let's get to the letters, okay. and uh, thank you so much for your letters, uh, keeping us company and keeping us entertained, and um, let, and letting us know that you're listening to our programs. That's always very, very good. Um, but do let us know if there's any problems with listening and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, we appreciate all these letters. So if you're someone who is into handwriting out letters, our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Or if you prefer to send an email, you can reach us at rti at rti.org.tw. Also, you can always find us on Facebook and YouTube. So we hope you'll go check us out and leave us a comment there. Yes, please do. Okay, I've got an email from our listener from uh, the U.S. This is Brian Newell of uh, Logansport, Indiana in the U.S. And it says here, Dear RTI, I hope that Taiwan will continue to closely monitor COVID risk and that people will still keep talking to one another, taking care for social distancing, etc. What have I learned listening to RTI? I learned about san se dou, frozen carrots, corn, peas, vegetable medley. Oh, that's like, it's one of those things that's like everywhere. <laughs> yes, I know. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in every meal yeah that you even uh when you go to like a it's like a standard i don't know where that came from it, right you know my, i didn't know it had a name sans doll. okay that makes sense three colored three beans. colored yeah there's green I don't think and carrots count as beans but, oh well carrots, yeah well i i guess though it's like anything that's the size of like a pea it or looks bean like or something <laughs> Close like that. Enough. yeah that's why it's called though but you know it's funny that that uh, brian's mentioning this here because my son absolutely hates this stuff and 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 it was only because I made this casserole, and my my husband had got this bag a bag of these peas and carrots and stuff. Um, yeah, they sell them together, like in a yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, in a bag. And some time ago, and there's leftover in the mm. freezer for a long time. So I wanted to use it off. So I put it in the casserole. My son saw. He says, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> he was like, he was like, no. I don't know. He just didn't like the idea of this vegetable medley thing, which he thinks. I don't know, but it's in everything. School it's lunches, bian dang, like the lunches that you it, get that are set lunches here. To moms, it's called convenience. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is so ubiquitous. We had a uh, we had a conversation about it. He just absolutely says <sighs> a no no. So he just like, he was like shaking mm. his head the whole time. But anyway, 
So Brian was saying here,、um, I learned about Sansa Dou frozen carrots, corn, and peas vegetable medley that is in short supply on shelves, as it is a go-to survival food. Really? Oh, okay.、Um, I learned about also a brother and sister,、uh, Qi Qing and Qi Yu, who sang successfully for years in Thomas music scene. I heard a song that. Oh, so this was your episode, John, for、Ooh. just the classics, was it? Which one? Qing, uh, Qi Qing and Qi Yu. That wasn't me. Oh no. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Sorry. Oh, this is something else. Sorry, sorry. I, I'm misreading this letter here. Sorry, Brian. Um, I heard a song that John had previously played in a band songs program. You did that one for Just the Classics. Oh, yeah,、right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And learned about Ouyang Feifei and her many styles oh, of that music. Was me. <laughs> that was a more recent yeah episode. Yeah, I got to hear an inspiring story about a Bunun policeman who decided to teach judo to children in his village. I learned the term. Oh, people who go northward from the south, like to Taipei, for, for all those yeah. yeah who go north for for work, but who hopefully stayed put over the Dragon Boat Festival. Uh, yeah, I hope that the hybrid work at home slash office will be a positive experience for each of you. Yeah, it's been working out fine. That's all right. Know, we we're just talking about that, right? Okay, so he listened on June sixteen. Um, he listened to here in time with um oh it was um Natalie and me, and then about COVID cases below two hundred per day, elderly ready for vaccines, and in fact my in laws and my parents have all vac- been vaccinated、hmm. just over a matter of two days yeah so which is good, and um about a good ten but five year five year old oh oh we're talking about the white rhino Emma、uh. yeah she's been um she's now in Tokyo, um from one zoo to the next and.、Uh, Uh, she was in a competition with twenty-three white rhinos, and and she was picked to um to go breed, and um yeah, so she she's like five year old, and she's matched、hmm. up with a ten year old, um in the Tokyo Zoo. Oh, a <laughs>、uh, uh, Tok actually it's a not Tokyo Zoo, but it's a different zoo, but in Tokyo. Yeah, so that she's there for love. <laughs> 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 I know. I we had a great story with that one. Okay, and then um. A street style, a Japanese street style for vaccinating seniors who remain seated while medical staff move down the line and giving them shots. So、um, apparently, Taizong, Jiayin, Kaohsiung, and hopefully some other counties and cities are using the same idea, the same method. I think that's safer and、hmm. better for the elderly because you know, some、stand. of them, yeah, I know, they、around. might, or some might have disabilities. It's it's difficult for them to move around. Um, and then about a food delivery person suggests moving up the vaccine. Oh, yeah, there's a story saying that the food delivery people should be vaccinated. They, you know, as a, in a priority list. And then dentists and doctors helping out with COVID tests、um, to let people feel more at ease. And this was after that、um, a chip making company in Miaoli. They they had like had cluster big, infection. Yeah, pretty big outbreak. Yeah, so some people offered to help out with like quick tests. Okay, and then just the classics up、oh, here、uh, about Ouyang Feifei, popular in Japan, born in Taipei in 1949, started performing at 18, moved to Japan to start career with Japan Record Award,、um, often sang of rain, desert. All of her songs have the t- word rain in it. Pretty really? much, there are so many, and the, or records. Yeah, you know,、um, I I when I was living in Japan,、um, yeah, I followed her. She was so popular then,、uh, you know, singing Japanese songs, and、um, she's just really. She's all. She's very dancey. Yeah. Know, so, so what I think the things I found about her. Some people referred to her as Japan's queen of disco, but her songs were only kind <laughs> of disco. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of different things too, which、right. I thought were interesting. Yeah, we we liked her. We liked her. She's great. Okay. So and then, 
um, what's this thing about waka waka guitars? It's uh, yeah, it's very seventies. Oh really? Very seventies. I, I don't know about that. Anyway, so seventies disco sound in Japan invited to New Year's festival. Love is over. Oh yeah, that's her. That's like her classic. And then married That's a why Japanese. It's called former, just the classics. <laughs> and then she married a Japanese former race car driver. They're, they're yeah. still together, right? No, he passed away recently, and a couple years ago. Oh, oh, I might, I might have missed that news, or oh, maybe I did, and I forgot about it. Okay, wow. Anyway, so great. Oh, yeah, and that's it. Well, so thank you so much. That was Brian Yule of. Indiana, USA. We got a letter here from Roger Tidy in London. It says, hello again. Here is my final report for your May broadcasts. The date here is May 30th. And it says, under programs heard in the spotlight, news playlist, and on the line. Under comments, it says, the most interesting program from my point of view was on the line, in which the ambassador of St. Kitts and Nevis spoke about the assistance that Taiwan is giving her country. It also emerged during the interview that Taiwan has a long-standing relationship with the country, and that Taiwan was the first state to recognize St. Kitts and Nevis after the latter country became independent. I also enjoyed listening to In the Spotlight. This was the second part of an interview with Whitney Crowthers Dilly, an English literature teacher at a Taiwanese university who has written two books about the Taiwanese filmmaker Ang Lee. She was an excellent guest, and this was one of the best editions of the program that I have heard. The other feature that I heard in this day's broadcast was News Playlist. The theme running through this program was the recent upsurge in COVID-19 cases, which has resulted in Taiwan moving to a level 3 alert to combat the virus. I was interested to hear that Taiwanese businesses are now using a system based on mobile phones and QR codes to record the presence of customers visiting their premises. Even the mm -hmm. metro stations ask you yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. When you enter and leave the metro, mm -hmm. uh, they ask you to please. Uh, it relies on honesty, really. And leave? Yeah, when you leave as well, they say, please do. Oh, I didn't do you that have to read the, the sign. Day. You have to read, yeah, I've forgotten a couple times, too. But, oh, um, okay. We're just not used to it yet. Yeah. But the shops, yeah, they do sometimes uh, stop you and ask to look at your phone. Right. Uh, it says a similar system exists here in the UK in pubs and restaurants, but not in retail businesses. But it is unpopular both with the businesses concerned and many of their customers. Best wishes, Roger Tidy. All right. And I have another letter here. This one is from Jayanta Chakrabarti of uh, India. Uh, it says, Dear friends, greetings to all my beautiful friends at RTI. I hope you are all in good spirit and the best of health. I'm pleased to send a feedback of an informative broadcast of June 11th, featuring the exciting news of Taiwan developing a world-class uh, COVID vaccine. Here are some of the details. RTI reported on a homegrown COVID vaccine being manufactured by Medigen. And in its phase two trial, it achieved a success rate of 99.8%. The trial was conducted on over 3,000 volunteers, including a senior citizen aged 89 years. I think a couple of my friends mm. actually went on, on this too. Um, not only was the trial successful, but there was no serious side effects. However, the country's largest opposition KMT party uh, opined that many people doubted the effectiveness of coronavirus vaccines currently under development in Taiwan. Elaine Fears, Chairperson Johnny Jiang, stated that after the third trial and being internationally recognized, the vaccine-developed medicine will surely be accepted by all Taiwanese people. I listened to the program uh, on June 11th at 9405 kilohertz. Uh, uh, simple rating was four across the board. And it says, may God bless our members at RTL with good health and safety with warm regards from India. So that was again Jayanta Chakrabarti of New Delhi, India. And thank you so much for your letters. And we always uh, want to continue to hear from you. So keep them coming. Keep listening to our programs and let us know what you think about them. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And please check out our Facebook page and YouTube channel and leave us some comments. 
All right, until next week, I'm Shreddy Lin. I'm John Vintriest. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.